This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined as always by the tank, Brendan Coleman. It's great to have you here. Great to be here. We're we're here every week doing Uncovering Sports. Thanks for tuning in. March Madness comes to a somber end <laughs> as Virginia. Congratulations for them. They made it out of the first round this year. Yeah. And they went all the way. Worst to first. <laughs> what a turnaround. Yeah. You can't... It looks like it was booked that way, almost. Dare yeah, I did. say. Couldn't write a better story. <laughs> Maybe we need to look a little closer at NCAA's <laughs> dealings here. Yeah. So did you hear about how Texas Tech got to the finals? By playing basketball. More than just that. Mm. They... Had someone in their corner oh. in the semifinals. <laughs> someone who uh, we've had the unfortunate pleasure of meeting several times. Who, who somehow, I can't imagine what this would sound like. Patrick Mahomes giving a pep talk to Texas Tech. <laughs> I can imagine what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> it inspired them to win somehow. <laughs> that's the surprising part. I mean, I get that the Chiefs win a lot, but like that's up to... Goodell, right. you know, the fact that there's a clown impersonating a human that runs around <laughs> sounds like Kermit the Frog. The fact that someone else wanted him to come in and talk. Um, should we be worried about this upcoming fantasy season? He's been chatting with Peterson. <sighs> yeah, I know. Is it going to inspire got, him? That's actually true. Maybe we need to separate those two. <laughs> because he's one of Peterson's keepers. Yeah. And if he's getting insider info now that they're buddy-buddy, if we see him out of the lineup any week, jigs up. Yep. Something something doesn't smell <laughs> right. Uh-huh. We'll let you all listeners know first when to sit your chiefs <laughs> based on what Peterson's doing. It's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I'm glad I don't play for Texas Tech because I would have had to interact with Patrick Mahomes <laughs> yet again. Yeah. And that's not something... You know, you you say that it got them to the semifinals, but it might have cost them the championship, don't you think? Like, maybe he came back for seconds and it <laughs> and just they... too much. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, big, big event this weekend, back in the world of sports entertainment. The second biggest sports entertainment event of the year, in fact. The Super Bowl is, of course, the biggest event on the sports entertainment calendar. Sure. Followed very closely by the Super Bowl of Wrestling, WrestleMania 35. <laughs> did you Did you catch it? I did. I caught it. I caught the whole thing. Eesh. I tuned in it. I think it started at like 1 a.m., <laughs> And was almost 24 hours long, it felt like, at times. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Uh... It, was, um, it was a long show. People say that the Super Bowl is too long for a football game, which I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a longer than normal football game because they have an hour-long halftime for some reason and a lot of commercial breaks. But it's also a very exciting game all the way through. They book it well. And even then, it doesn't clock in at over, what's your best estimate? Like seven hours? It was over. It cracked seven hours, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The people that were in the stands at MetLife 
were going home on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. They were there for a day. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably felt like two. <laughs> there was 82,000 people there by Vince's estimate. We're not 100% sure how accurate those numbers are. <laughs> Every single one of those people had to go to the bathroom at least once during that time. You're not going to tell me that there wasn't a complete turnaround in the bathrooms over that span of time. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? It's pretty disgusting to think about. <laughs> <laughs> it is a disgusting act. And one, one time is really lowballing it for how long they were there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And Michael Cole was the only person in that whole building that didn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> How did he do that? <laughs> Peanut bottles or Peen something, bottles. I guess. You always see the, like, Mountain Dew cans. That's not Mountain Dew. That's pee. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show, though, actually, for what it was worth. I'll give the WWE that. They made a lot of moments. Everyone won that you wanted to win, right? Seth won, Kofi won, Becky won. All of the champs and the fans go home happy. Vince won. Roman got to win and didn't get booed. What a show. What a show. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, SNL guys really shined. <laughs> yep, sure. Soon to be Hall of Famers, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're in. <laughs> Shoe wins, uh, really. Yeah. Maybe had the best heat of the whole night. So. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. One of my favorite moments was right up front, coming out in the uh, the Browns Odell Beckham jersey. I marked out a little bit, both for the Browns, for Colin Jost, and for wrestling in general. Yeah. Just banging on all cylinders there. <laughs> and the crowd was still awake at that time. They, got, they made the most out of that one. Exactly. Yeah. That's the time that you pull it. You try to sneak by the Baron Corbin match while they're starting to nap. <laughs> yeah. And then you just hope they wake up. With the R-Truth dance break, which was the most forced way to try to get a crowd on their feet I've ever seen in my life. And it did not work. No, not once. Not I loved all the camera shots of people just there with crossed arms. Like, let's fucking get this <laughs> just over Just wondering <laughs> when they can go home. <laughs> We've been here for 12 hours. <laughs> Let us leave. The doors must have been locked. <laughs> yeah. Vince wasn't gonna let them leave. <laughs> Speaking of Vince... Let's segue into a new topic. Sure. Other sports entertainment news. As one door opens, the end of WrestleMania, another door sadly closes, and it looks like AF. The AF. The AF. The Alliance of American Football, Charlie Ebersol's attempt to compete with Vince McMahon, may be over before it ever truly began. What a shame, huh? <laughs> I... I hate to say that I saw it coming, but... But this is early, right? I was really thinking there's going to be an angle with the XFL involved. I really thought they were going to last a year so they could go head-to-head Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Or something. But this is real. They really just, <laughs> they just couldn't stick it out. They just <laughs> closed up shop. They ran out of money. And they said, all right. And you know what? They didn't even run out of money. <laughs> because... <laughs> Their main investor said he would give them $250 million, which you feel like should get you through a season. Vince said he was putting in $100 million of his own money to the XFL in comparison. Mm -hmm. The dude, who's not Charlie Ebersol, Ebersol was one of the ones running it. 
But the investor whose name is Kisner now, he said he'd give 250, only ended up giving 70. So, I mean, if they budgeted for 250, no wonder they're closing their doors. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a dick move. <laughs> he saw the writing on the wall. He did. He's afraid of Vince. How are you going to compete with the XFL? Yeah. They've got brand recognition. They've got Vince McMahon. A long, storied history. They've got us booking it. Yeah. The AF didn't stand a chance. They were called AF. <laughs> the, yeah, that's when it started to fail. I mean, that doesn't help. What's sad is they had a couple of cool ideas. I was really hoping the NFL was going to go with that 4th and 15 onside rule. Yeah, I like that one. That would have been really cool and opened up so many interesting booking concepts that we would literally need not have otherwise. Yeah. The proposed NFL version was worse also. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's new? (laughs) Just a weird... Like restrictions put on it. You can use it once, I believe. And yeah. It has to be in the fourth quarter. Right. Like a bunch just... of random things tacked on. Which, like, on one hand... I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to actually defend it. <laughs> okay. But on, but, on, but on the other hand, you're like, okay, well, you see Aaron Rodgers, like, fourth and 15, it, like, it's nothing. Like, yeah. they would just be able to run the score up an insane amount if there wasn't something put in place to stop him. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> in theory. could In theory, could you score on that play or does it stop? Do you know how it worked in the AF? Like, it's an actual play? Or is I, it like, in, in if the, you gain 15 yards, you get the ball there and it's over? Like, could you score a touchdown on that play? <laughs> you could score a touchdown on that play. Oh, okay, I mean, why okay. not? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... It's just a play. It's fourth down, and mm-hmm. as I, in AF, it was 12 yards for... Yeah. No one's quite sure why. 15 makes a little more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you And if you complete the play, you get the ball wherever you completed the play. If you complete it in the end zone, that's a touchdown. Okay, okay. Well, that's a long touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Packers definitely would have benefited from that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why... The NFL had to find some clamps to stick on it. Yeah. But with the ridiculous... And probably they did that to try to get it to pass because the Buffalo Bills and the other less fortunate teams in the league are looking at it saying, I don't want to play against Aaron Rodgers with those rules. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're trying to do, Goodell. <laughs> you're just going to bury me even more. But with no AF, I guess we just look forward to the XFL. Because Vince says, it's still happening. And why would we believe otherwise? He's not pulling the plug. He wants to be there. Yeah, he's selling selling stocks to make money for this. Might as well just buy up the AF assets. Use that. Whatever those may be. (laughs) Save some money. (laughs) Le'Veon Bell was in the news again this week. Really? What'd he do? Worked out. Oh. Pump some iron. Okay. With the team. Good for him. With the new look New York Jets. Was he... uh... 300 pounds or whatever they were reporting. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) What do you think of the new Jets jerseys? I'm confused that they don't wear jet green anymore. They were Gotham green. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) They look... I don't know. I don't know. It's not like the Jets jerseys were the most amazing looking jerseys in the entire world before. But they were iconic in their simplicity, I guess. And now they look like an AF team. <laughs> they do. <laughs> or like a Division Two football team. <laughs> or an arena football team. Or definitely an arena team. 
They just, for some reason, don't look like an NFL team anymore. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I think I like them more. I don't like that, <laughs> along with every other team in the league, they have a black alternate for no reason. Yeah. Stop with the black alternates. <laughs> I wonder if he started that. I feel like it was the Lions. They had a black jersey. It didn't make any sense. Just because. No, did and you then, see the, bro- the black uh, Broncos jerseys? Are there black Broncos jerseys? No. Thank you. But. I hoped that there was some sanity to the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If the Cowboys or the Broncos ever have black jerseys, that's the end. <laughs> I'm packing up shop. <laughs> that's too much to take. I won't do it. Le'Veon Bell gets himself in the news with the most mundane things at this point. <laughs> and if he does something, it's news now. I mean, the Jets have to get their money's worth out of him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's working out. Good for him. And... James Conner says he was a good dude. And you know what? I can vouch that James Conner is a good dude. So <laughs> That's your boy. I believe it. <laughs> well, you know what? The Jets saw how much publicity the Steelers got out of Le'Veon Bell. So at the very <laughs> least, they're getting that out They of might it. as well get a, at least that. <laughs> they're going to finish above the Bills this year. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was reading a story about Josh Allen today wanting to be a linebacker, and I was like, what? <laughs> it was a different Josh Allen. Okay, okay. It's the college Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but you know how, like, in uh, the movie business, there can only be one person with a name? <laughs> yeah. I, we might have to start instituting that rule in football. And I didn't think we were going to get here because we got a lot of fun names in football. Yeah, yeah. But there's some generic ones, and I was like, Wow. Josh Allen's going to be a quarterback and a linebacker. And that's going to be something to see. You know what? The Broncos center, Connor McGovern. In the draft this year, an offensive lineman named Connor McGovern. Who Same d- exact spelling. Uh, that can't. They got. He's got to change his. That draft pick should count. You should already have him. Yeah. You drafted him last year. Yeah. <laughs> it's also weird when they're on the same team. Like, there's a guy named Brandon Marshall who was on the Broncos twice. Yeah. But they were two different Brandon Marshalls. <laughs> but if you bought one jersey, I guess you could change the number. <laughs> <laughs> I actually changed my Brandon Marshall jersey into a Tim Tebow jersey. That makes sense. Not really. But <laughs> <clears throat> but you should have. I should have. Well, let's head in to baseball news. Week one over. Heading into week two of the gratuitously long MLB season. And already so much has happened. So much and so little at the same time. I want to talk first about the Reds and the Pirates. Two teams that you didn't think I was going to lead off with, did you? No. <laughs> Did not see that. I didn't think they'd be mentioned on the show even. Ever. <laughs> not this entire season. <laughs> yeah. The Reds, maybe. Maybe. Only because of our affiliation to Pete Reds. Yeah. Which we will get into. <laughs> Pete's losing a lot of money this week. (laughs) They've opened the season one and eight. (laughs) And we know Pete bets on his own team. If the season ended today, would they be in last place? They would be in dead last. (laughs) And Pete Rose would be bankrupt. He'd be sleeping on our couch. (laughs) Uh, He actually is. Damn it. I knew you were going to say that. Reds and the Pirates. We're talking about them because last week we talked a little bit about how at the beginning of the MLB season... They take a lot of teams that aren't going to be doing anything in a month or two because you can get out of contention 
pretty quick <laughs> in baseball. Spoiler alert, Reds. I don't think there's room to come back already. But they take these teams and they drum up some interest in them to get as much ticket sales out of them as possible for the year. So the Reds and the Pirates have a pretty fun little rivalry going on right now. Division rivals already. But in the series to open up this season, we've got Chris Archer dancing after he's striking people out. We also have him throwing (laughs) at people. We have fights starting. Who doesn't like a bench-clearing brawl? One of the most exciting things that can happen in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Bar none. And what a way to get people to tune in. Get eyes on the sport. Get eyes on the teams. Put butts in seats. Put butts in seats. (laughs) Have them brawl a little bit. You wondered why they put Yasiel Puig on the Reds. This is why. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't even involved in the direct implication of the fight. He just came out, and he was the one that was throwing the punches. (laughs) If it's time to fight, he's throwing down. (laughs) He's a true heel. (laughs) (laughs) He really is. He is a consummate heel. And he plays it better than almost at anybody. God, I hate him. You hear what happened to the Angels? Well, Mike Trout's on fire. Well, I feel like that was a given. Sure. How about the bees? (laughs) (laughs) The killer bees. The killer bees. In the Angels (laughs) bullpen or dugout, I can't remember which, cost them some games. They were literally attacked by a swarm of bees. Did it really cost them games? (laughs) Anything can cost you games in baseball because a game only adds up to so much. So, sure. Blame it on the bees. <laughs> I feel like they're currently exceeding expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying they're buoyed by the bees. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's not Mike Trout. It's the bees. It's the bees. <laughs> Don't remove them. <laughs> they're a superstitious lot, baseball players. That's true. If they think they got one win out of those bees, the whole team's going to be lining up to get stung. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sting you while wearing your lucky underwear. Ten game wins. Yep, exactly. It's, it's like, like each retired. Each retired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have too much fun on this show. Speaking of Mike Trout, he is doing really good. Mm-hmm. Team, however, off to a little slow start. Not the worst start. Totally recoverable. But I, I still feel like since they signed the big deal in the offseason that they were going to start, they were going to commit to him this, that this was the year. You know what I mean? Well, they've got plenty of years to be the year. <laughs> Fair enough. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. I'm just wondering what else they can do, I guess. I mean, they've tried, they, they tried putting Shuei Otani there last year, and then Half of him got injured. Two, the two-way player. <laughs> Only one-way player now. <laughs> so that didn't pan out. <laughs> Just a regular player, yeah. I think is what you call it. <laughs> and not even that. He's a DH. He's like a quarter of a player. <laughs> That's a humbling experience to go through. Right <laughs> Indeed. Maybe you'll grow from it. Maybe you'll turn that into the story. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I think it's time to play our new favorite game on the show. If the season ended today. And if the season ended today, folks, the Mariners are still the best team in baseball. They're on fire. Two weeks in a row. They can call themselves the top dogs. Going in to the second week of the season with a 9-1 record as of this recording. Only to be better, we imagine. 
<laughs> and they get the top seed if the season ended today in the AL and the best record in the MLB. I like this. Let's make uh, it happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Call up the commission. The season. It's a very surprising season if the season ended today, too. Mike Peterson's prediction comes right, and the Tampa Bay Rays upset the AL East. Red Sox missing the playoffs. Yankees missing the playoffs. Ooh. What a season this has been. I feel like this game works every MLB season. Create like <laughs> an interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it makes for a way more entertaining season. <laughs> it does. I mean, in, in the NL, it's like right now kind of predictable. The Dodgers are on top. The Phillies with their burn, burn, burn. Mm-hmm. And the Brewers with the MVP from last year, Christian Yelich, and just continuing to be good from last year. But the Mets get the wild card. The Braves miss the Tebow in the playoffs? Tebow's in the playoffs. If the season ended today, Tebow would be called up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) But also, I think that we can't dismiss that if the season ended today, it would be pretty disastrous for the Cubs with only two wins on the season and the Giants with only three. And we already mentioned the Reds. Especially disastrous for Pete Rose. (laughs) He will be bankrupt. Yep. So if the season ended today, how do the playoffs shake out? Well, I think it's obvious that the Mariners are going to the World Series. Best record in baseball. Number one overall seed. Last time they had the best record in baseball? Well, they didn't make it to the World Series. (laughs) Forget all that. They're going to turn it around this time. Now is the time. (laughs) And they'd probably be facing the Dodgers. That makes sense. I don't know if I like the Mariners' chances there, though. The Dodgers have come up short two years in a row. Is it the Mariners who were set up to take the fall here? Maybe, but are you familiar with the Buffalo Bills? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) They famously lost four Super Bowls in a row. And different leagues like to share storylines here and there. I think... I think we need a team to lose four World Series in a row. And the Dodgers, they're halfway there. (laughs) You might as well commit to it (laughs) now. finish it off. (laughs) I, for one, would not complain. (laughs) I'd watch the Dodgers lose four four World Series in a row. Sure. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Exactly. And the Mariners get to win one out of that? Hooray. Book it. Only downside to this is if the Mariners do win, we do have to say goodbye to our friend Mike Peterson, who will be dying happy happy but still dying if the mariners win sure but you know what he's been through a lot this last year (laughs) let's give him something (laughs) he deserves it you know what he's lived through more than he rightfully should have at this point (laughs) he's been assaulted over and over (laughs) make sure that you Check out The Short Porch at UncoveringSports.com for Mike Peterson's weekly articles about the baseball season. This week, he's talking about why he can die happy if the Mariners win. Although it's because he did make a deal with God, and he's on his last strike. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good read. Check it out. And stay tuned to Uncovering Sports. We're coming out every Wednesday. Mark your calendar. Subscribe. Be here. Get the latest on sports with your pals. The Tank, Brendan Coleman, Cactus, Hamilton Barrett. Uncovering sports. Deuces.
you know phones come with calendars on them? 